Hello everyone and welcome to the second episode of What Makes Teens Tick. I'm your host Gabriel and today I'm here with my friend Blaze. In this episode we'll talk about world issues, the education system, teenagers being unable to focus, and much more. I hope you enjoy. Hey Blaze, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm excited to film another episode of this. Um, are you excited? Yeah, yeah. Just a bit nervous, but yeah. It's exciting. <laughs> hey, I'm, a, I'm as nervous as you, you know. I, I haven't been doing this for a while, but uh, there's only one way to gain experience. Yeah. Yep. So. Like perfect, man. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you uh, just a personality question here to get started. So if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Okay, any superpower, it would probably have to be the ability to predict the future. Just so that way, I would be like just like the best sports better of all time. Like <laughs> it, would, it would be insane. Like I would like do a whole like parlay like the whole March Madness tournament and just make make off with like millions of dollars to be, yeah. be crazy but wouldn't that seem like a little suspicious though like this guy he's uh he's gonna write five years in a row and I don't know man I'm just like <laughs> I'm just too cool for school I guess like yeah. I I guess I got like I'm just like the best sports genius of all time I don't know what to tell you hey, you, you gotta watch out though like the government will be chasing after you they're like hey this guy this guy filled out a perfect bracket every time. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I wouldn't go. Maybe I wouldn't go perfect every time. Maybe I would. Uh, oh, so bit. yeah, yeah. Just you know, mess a mess a couple just to just so they don't get yeah, <laughs> suspicious. Yeah, I'm sure maybe everyone only get can perfect once or twice. Yeah, everyone can relate to that. So, so you're a part of the the Model UN Club at our school, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, can you tell me like what that is and what you guys do there? Yeah, so basically, you're like assigned a uh, a country or uh, or a, a person, right, to be in the say a committee. Sometimes it's uh, actually UN related. Sometimes it's a uh, sometimes it, it could be different. Like I know other people in the club. So we we go to we go into Bloomington, right? I I U, mm-hmm. um, and we had a conference there. Sometimes I think they normally have two conferences a year. We only have the one there. Anyway, though, each person is assigned a, uh, a country, right. Or a person and mm-hmm. to represent, um, in a committee. And they, uh, kind of, then you kind of just, they, uh, act as them and they, uh, have to research your country or person. And then it's, uh, just like try to act as them and try to, put forward their interest, right? Maybe even your own take on it. Now you can be a bit goofy, especially on the last day because there's yeah, there's three days of three each days. conference and on the yeah, and on the last day, generally everything's like done by by then. So you can just like get silly with it. Um like we kicked two people out of our committee, uh just they were talking too much the whole time <laughs> and we were annoyed by them. So like you know, you can get you can get crazy with it. You can have fun. It's not all serious. Uh, you can be serious if you want. You want to like win awards, but like it's kind of crazy though because there are people that are like from like Miami, right? And I thought uh, when they said they're from Miami, I thought they meant Miami, Ohio, 
but no, nah, they're from like Miami, Florida, like wow. some rich private school in Miami. It was kind of crazy, but I, uh, yeah, it, it can get nerve wracking though. Cause you have like all these people like from all these like private schools that get so seriously and like Carmel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but like it's, it's fine. Like you work on a, uh, resolution papers. Um, like kind of what you do. So like there's a problem for your committee and then you try to solve it. Okay. So you get like problems and stuff and then you try to solve it as like your country or the person that you get assigned. Yeah. Um, so like for me, it was, I was part of the UNICEF committee, which is like with children and, we had to do like uh, children's rights and the digital age and stuff like that, and like something with uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. And so I was Germany, right? So I just researched Germany's general takes, and then sometimes you know everybody's gonna have like their own opinions, though, right? They're not gonna be like whatever country they're doing. But I, uh, yeah, so I researched Germany's takes, and then we worked on a resolution paper. And then there's like normally like two different. We had like two different factions. The two different factions were just basically saying the same different the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like one there's like one small difference that was kind of weird. So we had to spend like all this time talking about like one small difference, but like it's like a minor disagreement. But anyway, yeah, so you just work on your paper, and then you know you get you get enough votes. Everybody can just like a uh, then everybody can agree with it. It passes. Move on to the next topic. Well, okay, that's that's pretty cool. So uh, you told me before we started that you wanted to talk about some world issues. Um, so what issues do you think there are in the world right now? Yeah, so I, th- I think uh, a big issue for us, especially as a uh, teenager uh, going forward, is that climate change, right, mm-hmm. is getting to be like a real, real thing and like, temperatures are changing super rapidly and I think what we're seeing is that there's a lot of older people that don't care because they, they're just not going to get affected by it and they lose money because they have money invested in like oil and they're not trying to lose money. They kind of just like don't care. Uh, so I, d- I don't see like anything reversing or slowing down. So I think that's like a major issue. And then another thing is just like general democracy, right? Because, I mean, there's like, right, you look at China, you look at Russia, not very democratic. Um, another thing that, like, people don't really realize is that, like, so many of our politicians are just, like, are basically just, like, saying the same thing. Just, they, like, have a, just a few differences on, like, a uh, social issues. And uh, they try to just use those, basically, like, distract us from that they're all just being bought off by these companies and they don't really care about us and our general well-being. And I don't think that's particularly democratic because they're just not representing us. They're just representing what's going to make them their money. No, it's, uh, it's easy to, easy to think short term and for yourself rather than think, thinking long term and for other people. Yes. Especially when you have millions of dollars put in front of you. I, I think we will see like more people start to pay attention to climate change as it starts to become like more and more of a deal and people are like, Hey, this is a thing that's happening. Yeah. We kinda <laughs> we kinda need to focus on this. My worry is that it's gonna be 
too late. Yeah, that yeah. So uh, you told me you also wanted to talk about the education system. So what what do you think about that? Yeah, so I think a lot of it is very outdated, right? Like there haven't been many changes since mm-hmm. like the since like maybe like the fifties. I think even then, like our U.S. education system is based off of like a Prussian system. And Prussia hasn't existed for, like, hundreds of years, right? It's mm-hmm. like Industrial Revolution era uh, style education. And a lot of that is just to, like, get people to be good, like, factory workers, right? I think a lot of yeah. our education is just our ability to remember things and follow orders and not be yourself and be creative. And I think that's just, like, a big issue. And then there's another thing with the inequality of education that we see from district to district. Mm. And because a lot of uh, funding for schools is based off of property tax, and that can be an issue really quickly when you have an area that's like expensive, has high property tax, you know, a rich area, they can get a lot more funding than people that live in a poor area with less property tax revenue. It's like a 50% disparity in funding between wealthy districts and poor districts. What that does is it creates a cycle. The people from the poor neighborhoods and the poor districts don't have much upward mobility because their school funding isn't good. And the education system generally doesn't care about them as much. So they don't care about education and they don't care about their kids' education Mm. as much. So then their kid doesn't care about their education. And then it's just like all these factors and it just gets this feedback loop where there's no way to move up. And I think that's just incredibly messed up and part of systemic oppression, not just race-based, but also class-based. And I think that it's just not going to get changed because, again, people high up just don't really care. So those aren't the people that are getting hurt by our systems. Yeah. Um, so do you have any like suggestions? Like how, how can we improve our education system? Yeah, so I think the finding it based off of like property tax is just incredibly stupid, and it's got to get it's got to go away. And I think it needs to be more resources, more counselors, whatever, for kids to do their homework, uh, help them with their homework in general, and care about their education. And another thing is make it so there's more things that. There's more pathways for poor students to get high-paying jobs and to break the cycle that they've been placed in so that might be making college more affordable because that's another problem for especially teenagers as well, actually. Just like having to go to college and immediately being in debt. Yeah, on uh, loans. People just can't, just straight up will never be able to pay for it. And I think that's really discouraging for kids even in high school and before that to, to get good grades and to get out of the cycle that they've been stuck in. Yeah, it's, it seems like you know, people place less of importance on our education system now because of how yeah. outdated it is. And it's, <laughs> I mean, we like, yeah. with, I mean, with the rise of technology, like I, I guess schools are like moving stuff to computers and stuff and making more assignments online. 
but the curriculum hasn't really changed and it's like they're still teaching the same old stuff when like new stuff is coming out and that that information isn't as relevant anymore like these kids need to be taught like yeah you know how to be safe on the internet how to not get addicted to the internet how yeah. to just all this stuff because i well i don't know the internet's really new i guess no one really knows what to make of it yeah that's another thing lessons are, are aren't styled to children of today you know it's not creative it's not engaging it's not relevant and I think that's just another, like, major, major issue that, like, nobody wants to learn. <laughs> or very few kids do, because it's hard. It's not fun. And I get that you have to push through hard and not fun things. But, like, it feels like it's about as hard and unfun as it could possibly be. Yeah, I could go into another thing here. And, like, maybe part of the reason why it's not as fun or, you know, it's really hard for kids because I, I've I've noticed it a lot. Like people like it's super hard to just focus and like concentrate in school. Like you're listening to the teacher and you're trying as as hard as you can to like understand what he's trying to or what they're trying to say, and you just don't retain any of it. And I don't know. I think it's kind of the reason for that is just the new the modern era and like okay we're like instantly getting all this information. We're bombarded with inter information like with TikTok. TikTok, you can scroll as long as you want. You don't have to pay attention for longer than you have to. Every single time you scroll, there's a new piece of information pops up. And your attention span just gets destroyed and destroyed because you're scrolling and, you know, entertainment at your fingertips every single time. So who who's going to think school is, like, super fun and entertaining if we've got an infinite entertainment at our fingertips? We can pay attention for as long as we want. Like no one's gonna, no one's gonna care for school. I, 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 I personally think that's one of the biggest problems teenagers face is like loss of focus, um, decreased attention spans. People don't really care about that stuff, I guess. Yeah, and I think that's another thing uh, that like screen time has just gone up and up and up. And I think part of it is that there's just, like, not much that's, like, fun to do, like, outside of it that seems engaging anymore. I don't know. Maybe it's because straight are just too addictive and they're still it's the same things. But I feel like just, like, going outside, like, from what I hear about the 90s is, like, just so much different and so much better than what we have today, I guess, going outside of the house. Mm -hmm. um, and, again, maybe that's because same kind of entertainment but i feel like there's just like because people have just like unlimited time to be able to be on social media and stuff it's like people just have like no nothing else that they really want or need to do because they get to do this and that destroys their attention spans obviously and i feel like there needs to be some kind of regulation i don't know like some where people can be cut off from social media for a bit and have to do other things. I'm not sure how you do that, but I feel like something needs to be done for us and for the future. Cause I'm seeing all these like little kids, right? Yeah. And they all have like cocoa melon. And I mean, a whole strategy with those kids is just like put an iPad in front of them and that's it. And that's not yeah. going to work. Yeah. I mean, why would they want to, 
I don't know, focus in school if they could just watch Coco Melon. But, but exactly. I mean, like, people have been watching TV for a while now. But it's, it's, oh, yeah. Yeah, but it's like getting worse and worse. It's just become so much easier yeah. to get lost in this stuff. And like, people are making it as entertaining as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we see like countries like China and stuff, like, putting regulations on like screen time. Like, you know, you can't, people under 18 or whatever can't use it at these certain times. Um, I think that's, you know, that's a good, a good thing that uh, more countries should start doing. But I feel like a lot of people don't want to admit like the phone is part of the problem. It's like, no, it's not. It's not the phone. It's it's some external source. But like, no, like these phones are are destroying you. Like TikTok, like short form videos, whether it's like Instagram Reels, YouTube Shorts, TikTok, they're all the same thing. Like they're destroying yeah. you. Like you don't you don't notice it, but like you can't focus in school anymore. Your attention span sucks. Your mind is probably wandering all the time. Like you can't even focus, you know, talking to someone you care about and someone you love because maybe your mind is is just so hyper and it it sucks. <laughs> yeah, come on. I'm on TikTok a good bit. I I indulge myself in a little bit of scrolling, but like I I get bored by it because it's just like it's to be so repetitive because mm-hmm. like it's so formulaic that like it tries to trap you. But at the same time, like for me at least, I don't know if it works for other people the same way, but it gets it gets me to be like I've just been like watching the same three videos just like reformatted on repeat, like with the whole uh, Will Smith Chris Rock thing. I just came out about like every other video was just related to that, <laughs> and it's funny. Looking since I got to stop, right? And mm-hmm. I think that I'm not like sure how relevant that is, but like it. I sometimes can just like, like make me like not be able to pay attention. But at the same time, that's like I can't focus on one topic. Like the whole again, like the whistle thing. I can't focus on that though. At the same time though, cause it's like too repetitive. And like even then, like I'm not on it for like a long time. Like if I can't even focus on like hilarious jokes about the like Will Smith Chris Rock whole situation, then like I like I feel like t- that's another sign that like it's been destroying me. I know that's like kind of confusing, but like if I can't like think about that for any longer than like two minutes, I feel like that's an issue because it's like so hilarious. But at the same time, like I can't focus on it. So it's like I feel like I need TikTok to like provide me with like all this new and different information constantly. Yeah. And I think that's telling as well in a different way. Yeah, that's okay. So that's what it is. The the possibility, like the new the new information, the dopamine that you get every single time you scroll, because you don't you don't know what's gonna happen when you scroll. It's a random piece of information. And that's why yeah. we check like Instagram and you know social media so much. It's cause like, oh what like someone might have posted something or there might be a new you know, someone might have liked my photo. And I, that's what like companies are doing. They're they're hacking this. They they know like how how we work, how our brains work and how we react uh to dopamine. So they do everything they can. Like the like button the like button is is huge for these companies. I'm sure it's made them billions of dollars because people people keep checking. They wanna see if they've got likes on their photo. Or see, you know, maybe if other people are liking other other people's photos. And yeah, and they just, they create these algorithms that people eat up 
like they they carefully plan out okay so you know if you're let's say you're you spend a lot of time when you're scrolling through instagram reels if you spend a lot of time looking at fashion reels there's going to be fashion pages popping up in your recommended there's going to be fashion accounts and your discover page like it's it's crazy they've they figured it out and they're just hacking us yeah and like another thing that like instagram reels specifically does which other i'm sure shorts and tiktok does this as well to an extent but like reels does this heavily but like if you send just like two seconds just like looking at a reel they, they just like bombard you with like more reels because they're trying to keep you on the app for as long as possible Mm-hmm. If you're watching one kind of reel for like a while, they try to give you a lot of them. And it's like actually it's made reels unwatchable for me. Because like I spend like two seconds being like, what is this? Being like, oh, this is stupid. After like a couple seconds and scrolling past it. Now all of a sudden, it's like all I see. But like, so it doesn't work on me, but I could like work in a situation where like, where somebody like, just like see something to like it, to watch it for a while. And then they get, get it so often and they just like, they just keep on watching like the same thing like over and over again and that's like and real will just like keep pushing the one thing and keep you just like trapped for some people like so it's just it's just difficult uh to get out of just like watching something that like some people just get like i grab their attention so heavily that a uh, it's interesting to take back on like the uh, Will Smith thing if somebody like cares about that too much, but a uh, but yeah, so it just like can keep you trapped if you care about the one topic and it keeps bombarding you with like new information about the one topic, and that can keep some people just locked in and fall into a rabbit hole of just just the one topic. Yeah, so I I I'm I'm. I spent I've been spending like a lot of time on YouTube Shorts lately, which it's something I'm working on. I'm trying to not do that as much, but I I'm like I I'm not even liking the content I'm looking at. I'm just like, dude, this is terrible. Like, I don't even know how people like this stuff, but I'm still scrolling, and it it just shows like how yeah. addicted I I am and how I don't know how scary how how manipulative these algorithms are. It's just they've really figured out like the way the the success formula to keep people on these apps because I don't know we're in ruins it's a big issue uh do you think it's important for people to be informed on the issues in our world if, yeah because if you're not informed of what's going on that's what's going on you're so susceptible to misinformation and that's like so just incredibly dangerous because you'll be trapped in just, like, a reality that's just, like, not really there and so far removed from, like, what's real. And you think that, like, it's just, like, so incredibly dangerous that, like, even people that high up aren't informed. So, and they can, and they could be, because of information, because they're representatives. So, like, you would listen to them. They'd say something. But what if, but they, they could be lying to you, right? And I think you got to be informed as, by a lot of different sources and not just like a few and like legit sources, not just a few weirdos that have like that are in Facebook groups. Like I can't take information from them. So you got to be looking at the news. You got to be looking at a lot of different sources. You got to be trying to look at unbiased sources. 
talking of sources from like different sides of like political spectrums and you got you got to think about why people are doing it like a lot of it isn't like the information that you're getting it's how you interpret the information and what you do with it um so you got to be thinking okay why are they saying it why might they be wording it like this who is it that's saying this so you got to take like all these different factors in to truly be informed otherwise you're just otherwise you're not really informed you're just like you're just parroting something that somebody else said that's just like you're just repeating something at that point you're not informed you're just repeating something and i think that is really dangerous so yeah it's important to be informed so that you're not repeating something and that you aren't uh, out of the loop because you really have to be in the loop to truly be living and to understand the world that you that you're in and i think having all this context just like helps enhance your understanding of the world so much and i think that's great yeah um do you have any like go-to sources uh yeah do you have any go-to sources for uh for these issues yeah so um i use a lot of like gov websites for some things i use like look at scientific articles to look at like the latest things generally those aren't like generally that's gonna be like i'll just like go on like, cnn for that or just like on apple news because honestly like they have no reason to lie about just like science that's going on um like i just check that at face value more but i uh i look at i look at nbc a little bit i like to look at a uh um, like even like CNN and Fox News, just like and Breitbart, like I look at far right things to see what they're saying. Like even though I almost always disagree with them, like I think it's always good to look at what they're saying, right? To know mm-hmm. uh, what uh, people who think different view are from you. It's good to know what they're thinking, what they're saying, um, why they think it, and I think that's just important for just understanding a large amount of people and just like what's going on. And looking at it from their lens to truly like understand why they're doing it, right? Even if it doesn't make sense, which it normally doesn't for me, at least. Um, it's good to know why. Um, yeah, my main go-to, though, if I had to have one, is definitely the New York Times. I, f- I find that they're they have like a they're pretty unbiased and have a pretty wide variety of different uh, people that like write articles with them. So I generally consider that to be unbiased and hmm. pretty well across the political spectrum. That's to where it's not just like pure far extremist, whatever, just dogma. All right, that wraps up the episode for today. Uh, thank you, Blaze, for coming on to the show. Um, it was great to have you on. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Um, do you have any last things to say before uh, we end this? Uh stay informed stay in the loop yeah all right good education uh thank you for coming on and uh you have a great day man yeah man you too and that concludes the second episode of what makes teens tick thank you for listening um i hope you enjoyed this episode uh if you're interested in being on the show send me a dm on instagram and we can talk more about it have a wonderful day and i hope to see you on the next episode